Coming to you from deep inside the vaults of the Holmes Archive of Electronic Music, here is Tom Holmes, your curator and guide to vintage electronic music and audio experimentation. This episode, Cross-Currents of Music Concrete. Welcome to the Archive of Electronic Music. Thanks so much for joining me for this podcast. I've been thinking about the pioneering tape works known as Musique Concrète, mostly made by its French creators at the GRM studio in Paris under the guidance of Pierre Schaeffer. I was trying to imagine what it was like to be there at that special time when the very fabric of musical sound was being so daringly challenged and, as a consequence, advanced. This class of French electronic music was composed quite freely and relied on modifying and recontextualizing naturally occurring sounds into montages that defied any stylistic precedent. No recorded sound was off-limits, although in its earliest years and up until... About 1964, these French composers avoided using purely electronic tones, as the Germans were doing, and sought to disguise the identification of a sound through extreme processing and editing. One worked directly with the modification of sound material, often obscuring beyond recognition the identity of the original source. Schaefer himself was so fixated on the transformative nature of musique concrète, that he apparently expelled one of his own understudies, Luke Ferrari, from the Paris studios in 1964 for having allowed many of the natural sounds in his material to remain recognizable. Schaeffer's stubborn insistence on a rigid doctrine for musique concrète ultimately led to the disuse of that term by most other studios by about 1970. Schaefer himself replaced the term music concrete with the term acousmatique to embrace a wider variety of sound sources and treatments. In this episode of the Archive of Electronic Music, I want to explore some examples of music concrete that may not be familiar to you. My goal is to trace the variety of this style from about 1950 to 1970. Each of the works featured here will represent a kind of landmark, small as that may be, that would reverberate perhaps much longer in the history of electronic music than the composers could have imagined. Most of the works heard in this podcast are classic tape compositions. Two works by Pierre Henri from 1950 and 1951 primarily used turntable lathes to capture, edit, and re-record the final mix of sound. That was just before the GRM studio had upgraded its technology from turntables to magnetic tape. 
All of the rest of the works were composed on magnetic tape. A few of the later works featured here were not strictly music concrets in every respect because they employed an electronic musical instrument such as an organ, the Moog synthesizer, or the Onde Martineau. But even in these selections, the approach taken with such instruments was largely to disguise their true nature and focus on the concrete aspects of sound. These selections vary in style, often because of the way they were edited, some in a more typically frantic manner that is often associated with this style. But listen to the contrasts, and you can imagine what it was like for the composers to craft these pieces by hand using magnetic tape to build up sequences, combine sounds, create sounds, modify sounds, and reorganize them in a sequence to fit their purpose. None of these materials were auto-generated using sequencers, repeaters, or computers to duplicate or extrapolate musical passages. It was all composed painstakingly in the studio, building each piece moment by moment. The playlist for this podcast provides details for each of the works. I am presenting them in chronological order so that you can observe advances in the style over the years. But I also want to point out a few of the works that stand out to me in different ways. For example, Mire Kiru was one of the only women composers to work at the GRM during that time. It was, by and large, an environment dominated by opinionated white men. Her work, Etude One from 1960, was also the only piece composed by a woman to have a commercial record release. In style, its slowly unfolding structure contrasts sharply with typical musique concrète and is a fascinating departure in form. We will also hear what could be called an early example of industrial music, Termac by Philippe Carson from 1961. In this work, Carson used the sounds of a factory as his sound source, and the vibe of this work seems somehow very modern to me. The piece by Henri Pousser, Trois Visages du Liège, is a reissued work of Pousser's from 1961 and originally released on a Columbia disc in 1967. I first heard this work on the Columbia disc and was immediately impressed by the vivid sound imagery that flowed like a narrative. It also revealed some of the limitations of working with tape, such as sudden tape cuts and moments of extreme stereo separation. This version is several minutes longer than the Columbia release and comes from a recent reissue that also features the bonus track we are currently hearing in the background, of sound elements used for the work before being fully composed. Finally, I am playing a work by Bernard Parmigiani, one of the most prolific composers at the GRM, who was often working on music for films, radio and TV, commercials and stage productions, in addition to his own work. This piece is in two parts, Outremer and Trois Canons, Un Hommage à Galilée dating from 1968 and 1969. In this work, he uses the sound of the Onde Martineau 
played by Arlette Sibon-Simonovich, as the primary source material and used four tracks of magnetic tape and musique concrète editing techniques to craft this experience. Parmigiani's application of instrumental sounds from the Onde de Martineau to material for tape composition is truly transformative. Let's get started with this exploration of classic tape composition from France on this episode of the Archive of Electronic Music called Cross Currents of Musique Concrète. This is Tom Holmes. Thank you. 
Solidarité.
You are listening to Cross Currents of Musique Concrète on the Archive of Electronic Music. This is Tom Holmes.
enjoyed Cross Currents of Musique Concrète, an exploration of contrasting styles of vintage French electronic tape music. Details about all of the music can be found in the playlist on the podcast website. Please check out my blog for the Bob Moog Foundation. There's a link. A transcript of notes for the program are found on my blog, Noise and Notations, located at tomholmes.com. If you would like to learn more about the history of electronic music, please read my book, Electronic and Experimental Music, published by Routledge in print or as an ebook. 
I also have a book about sound art, also published by Routledge. If you enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to explore our library of past episodes. They span many genres, technologies, and artists associated with electronic music, from symphonic rock to music for meditation, all inspired by vintage recordings from my archives. So long for now, from the Archive of Electronic Music, and happy listening. All of the music heard on this podcast is brought to you from the Holmes Archive of Electronic Music, a curated collection of vintage recordings. For a complete playlist, go to thehomesarchive.podbean.com. All crackles, surface noise, and other imperfections heard in this podcast are purely intentional. All intro, outro, and other incidental music is by Tom Holmes, unless otherwise noted in the playlist. For notes about this episode, please see the blog Noise and Notations at TomHolmes.com. So long from the Holmes Archive of Electronic Music. Thank you.